the first announcement. Yeah, you can make the announcement. It's The maintenance department said that the water will be shut off this evening for a few hours. There'll be a, a note posted on the bulletin board about it. Uh, that the bathrooms that can be used will be on the first floor of Karuna House, the old Catskills. So I don't exactly know what they're doing, but they're doing something with the water. Um, so take a look on the board just for the details. It's just a couple of hours this evening. If you have any question, please ask, the, including those people who are taking eight precepts. You're welcome to ask. Okay. Yes. Yes. P please be very brief <laughs> to the point. <laughs> yes. Is that a comment or a question? Yeah, she's saying that uh, being in North America here, where uh, so all the white supremacy and, uh, uh, is really reaching, he, she has reached an age where she really wants to scream and uh, on maybe, or even leave the place. <laughs> yeah, what can we do with that? I think Joseph gave a wonderful talk about how mindfulness practice brings us to that age, and we can see for ourselves. We can see for ourselves. And staying on the, that age is very, very important. Yes, and that's the practice itself, actually. Yes. Imagine you are standing on a rock. This is a very extreme example. You are standing on a rock, and you sit down a very deep, deep place. Do you want, because you're on an edge, do you want to go and jump there? No, you stay on the edge and watch and be careful. You might get thrill, fear, and all those things. The practice, again, the invitation is to watch. Even the mind that wants to scream. I mean, is screaming going to help? It may not. <laughs> I think it's really good to work with that because, uh, you, um, I mean, we, are, we have so many people. Me, I was born in Africa, <laughs> and uh, I, um, 
I lived in many places in India. And um, I've lived in many places where people think, think I've just fallen from, uh, from the space. Uh, I've lived in places where they call me, like they think, uh, you know, they have caste system. They think I'm the lowest of the castes. They say, uh, how did you come here? I say, I flew from here. Did you bicycle? <laughs> so people think that I cannot even afford the airfare <laughs> to, to come to India. So uh, I think it's uh, our mind that reacts and makes an elephant out of a house fly. It's not that big, actually. I'm sure you've stayed here many years here, and you have learned how to live with the... I mean, even when you turn away in East Coast, I mean, West Coast. So still you're not going to be with all the people that you like and all these things. There are going to be other people you don't like. So actually, this is a very good time in practice to watch. It's not that it hasn't been there all the time, but it's when the mind is as settled, it finds something. It will find something. <laughs> Yes, because we, as, as a, we, we said, we've been here almost for one month. We have gone so deep. I mean, for you, it's the mind like scream. For me, I remember when I was practicing in San Jose at Tagata Meditation, uh, I'm telling you, I had learned how to overcome pain and all these things. I had all the techniques to come, overcome pain. I was sitting for an hour. I increased it one hour and a half, two hours, three hours. I had learned how to deal with pain. I'm telling you, after three months or so practicing, I had this incredible pain. I mean, I, 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 I didn't know where it came from. So, so these things can happen if, if you want to scream, just note it. <laughs> That's the practice, wanting to scream, intention to scream. That's the practice, keep on noting, noting. <laughs> and it, it's amazing. Feed it in the body. How does it feel in the body? Is it sweating and all that? If you want to scream, hold your mouth like this. <laughs> That's a technique I can give you. Do like this. <laughs> and feel the warmth. <laughs> it will pass. That's the practice. What's very interesting in the practice that everything passes. And there's one insight that I think all of us we are going to get during this time, this practice. Whether your practice has been so wonderful, where you had the where whether you had the worst time, there's one insight that you are going to get that the mind wanders. <laughs> we have no control. That's another insight you are going to learn that we have no control. Things arises and passes. And things arises to causes and conditions. Yes. Does that help? I, don't, I hope so. <laughs> don't take it personally. You are not alone. <laughs> yes. So um, I think you, you, you'll get over this, actually. You'll get over this. Uh, the first time I left Uganda and I went to India, I was at the airport. In Bombay, I missed actually my flight, and I was pretty young actually. This was my first time to really fly, and, and I missed my flight. I was in Bombay. I was sitting there like this, waiting for my flight. 
And all of a sudden, somebody touched my hair like this. I looked like this. Because that's why the first time somebody strange to touch my hair. I said, oh, sorry, Africa, so hot. That's why your hair is curry, like this. And people were around like me, all over like this, watching me like this. What are you looking at? In Uganda, nobody looks, actually. <laughs> I mean, that was my initiation, really. After, uh, uh, um, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't want to go on and on. I think you get over these things, actually. Don't worry about it. I got over this. You'll get over it. Don't worry. <laughs> That's another question. Thank you very much. It's a wonderful question, actually. Just remember everything changes. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, understanding that Anaka is one of the core foundational teachings of the Buddha, mm. how is no self different from self in terms of being another concept? And is there a component or aspect of practice that lends itself to supporting working with that? Understanding and clarity around that? Yes, yes. Um, this question is that uh, um, there's a concept called non-self, and also there's a concept called the self. And um, how do we work with it so that even non-self doesn't become a concept? Is there any, uh, any practice that helps us to see this? Did I paraphrase very well? Okay, great. So now the thing is, it's, it's very interesting to find out the... Uh, theoretical background of this word self, actually, Atta. It came from, it's pre-Buddhist, actually. It came from India, Vedic. It came from Vedic tradition. Uh, what they called Atta is actually a, like a self, uh, soul, and there's transmigration, that there is something that when you die, it comes from the, uh, it will pass maybe through the nose and then to go to another life. Sometimes they speculated that it's like a thumbnail like this. Uh, others they said it was very big. Actually, I'm going to give you a little bit of a talk uh, about that, <laughs> I think, tomorrow. So, but anyway, let us see what we can say. Okay, so they had some qualities that were assigned to that self. One was it's permanent. That even if you really kill somebody, it will never be killed. It's immutable, it will keep just changing, keep on changing. So, uh, so that's the concept they had. So uh, when the Buddha came to the scene, he found out teaching uh, uh, going on in India. Then he saw that these five aggregates, what the guy talked about, it's a process. And he investigated one by one and found out, okay, there's really nothing that really doesn't change. Everything's changing. The form is changing. Feeling is changing. Perception is changing. Mental formation is changing. Consciousness is changing. So he found out no single thing that really is permanent. Even if it's the smallest part of it, everything changed. I think that, uh, that teaching of uh, five aggregates, seeing them as nature, look and unsafe, it will help you to dissolve that. Uh, uh, it will help you actually to understand. But one should also understand that there are three meanings that I think uh, of the word self, but Buddha had only problem with one only, only one. The first one is 
using the word safe in terms of in reflexive sense, uh, train yourself, be island yourself. The Buddha had no problem with the usage of the word self there because it's a reflexive sense. And then the second meaning is as a shorthand device to represent the five processes of the mental and bodily processes, the five aggregates. The Buddha had no problem using um, the, the word self as a summation, as an aggregate. Uh, I mean, as a representation of those five processes that really actually are taking place, right? Otherwise, it will be five aggregates asking questions, five aggregates answering. It will become weird. I mean, you go, you go to Walmart, I want five aggregates. <laughs> five aggregates are asking you shampoo. <laughs> Please, <laughs> five aggregates give me change. So we'll get into deep problems there. So the Buddha had no problem saying, okay, I go to Walmart. I then stands as a shorthand device to represent the five aggregates. Now, the third meaning, which is prevailed in India, even up to now it's prevailing, that the self is permanent and it goes from one life to one life. The Buddha has said, no, no, no. Even this present time, right now, there is no self really behind the show. What about after death? So, in fact, the, in Buddhism, what we have is actually what we call punabhava, re-becoming. And in Hinduism, we have what we call re-becoming. In Pali, it's called punarupati, meaning self keeps on going and going. For us, it's actually a process. There's no single self. Actually, this is a Dhamma talk. I'm sorry. This is a whole Dhamma talk about this. Maybe I'll give it more a little bit when I give my talk on uh, prior tomorrow, but it's, this is a very deep teaching, actually. But you know that you can work on it by seeing the five aggregates, so that now it's not a concept when you're watching the five aggregates. Is it a concept when you're seeing the one from one moment to moment, something arising? Do like this now, just like, okay, press, press hard, and then do, what do you feel? Yes, and then after that press so hard, what happened to that pressure? Is shifted. Is that a concept? No, it's a reality. So you can work with that. <laughs> That's not a concept. It's really practical. It's direct experience. Thank you very much for your questions. Have a wonderful day without concepts. <laughs> Actually, use them. <laughs> for me, concept and reality is a dance, right? You, need, you know when to use them. <laughs> Thank you very much.